Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait. Welcome to the Metal Forge. I'm your host, Mark Jackson, and I'm going to be pounding out the best regional metal for you tonight. If you're new to this show, pick up your hammer and get down with some of these featured guests. Got any questions or comments? Send them to metalforgeradio at gmail.com. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is the Metal Forge, and I'm your host, Mark Jackson. What a crazy last few weeks it has been. I think I'm going to call this episode uh, Lockdown Week 3 edition from the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic currently going on all over the world. And I hope everybody out there is safe and sound uh, doing what they're supposed to do, you know, taking their part, you know, social distancing, you know, sanitize everything that you touch, don't touch your face, all that. But anyways... Before we get into the interview with Jason from Her Worst Nightmare from Chicago, uh, I'm going to do a little bit of a review here. Uh, I sent out, you know, a message saying, "Hey, what are the uh, what are the top ten thrash albums not from the Big Four? And I did some looking on my own. I took into consideration, you know, what I had sent out to everybody that on the page and everything. So here's what I come up with. You know, I found a, a pretty good uh, article on Loudwire over this. And we're going to start out with number 10 here. The Years of Decay by Overkill. Uh, number 9, Alice in Hell by Annihilator. Uh, number 8, Frolic Through the Park from Death Angel. I kind of like the ultraviolence better. Um, suicidal Tendencies. Lights Camera Revolution at, coming in at number 7. Number six, Doomsday for the Deceiver from Flotsam and Jetsam. Kind of dig that. Uh, I like that. Probably would have been a little bit higher on my list, though. Uh, number five, Dark Angels, Time Does Not Heal. Number four will be Handle with Care from Nuclear Assault. Number three is Creator's uh, Extreme Aggression. Number two, Bonded by Blood by Exodus. And number one, the Legacy by Testament. You know, an interesting thing about that band is that they were actually going to be called Legacy. There was already a band called Legacy. They decided to uh, to call themselves Testament, which is pretty damn cool in my opinion. You know, that's a, that's a kick-ass name. Wish I would have thought of it, you know, because that would be a... That'd be, be a really good one. I think they were actually in the in a radio station at KUSF um, when that happened. And somebody, I think it was Billy Milano, who's, who said, you know, they were looking for a new name, and he was just like, Testament. So that's where it came from, apparently, which is pretty cool stuff. Before we get into the interview, I want to thank everybody for, you know, tuning in. Uh, I love you guys. I really appreciate you uh, tuning in and showing the support that you do. I do have Metal Forge patches on the way. Um, 
if you want one, hit me up, metalforgeradio at gmail.com. I will get you one. Um, probably not. I don't know if I'm going to charge for them or not. I think I just want to have people show them off on the battle vests, battle jackets, and be kick-ass with me, you know. Because it takes this community, and I said that last week on the Lady Beast episode, it takes a community for all this to work. And I am proud as shit to be a part of everyone's metal community with this podcast. I love you all. Thank you so much. Stay safe out there. And this is Touch of Madness by Her Worst Nightmare.
And I'm being joined on the phone with Jason from Her Worst Nightmare. Jason, how the fuck are you doing, man? Good, man. How are you? Dude, I am, you know, given the way when this is recorded, you know, it's a a few days before the release. um, Still sitting in my home, still, you know, uh, trucking along (laughs) as best as I can, you know. Uh, how about you guys? I mean, I know you all took a little bit of a hit and had to cancel a tour through Texas, and so how got, how are you guys holding up? Uh, good, man. We actually, yeah, we left for um, for the tour March 12th, and uh, we ended up doing, we did um, Dallas the 13th, and then Laredo, Austin, and uh uh, jam night in Corpus Christi we ran across and then we had a show there as well so we still got five dates in but uh yeah we, we did have Houston San Antonio and uh Spring Texas that all got cancelled wow. so uh we, we left we left and there was word going around that well we didn't we don't watch the news or anything we're going by what people were telling us and that everyone cancelled anyway so it was either like keep the days off and party down there or just get home before shit got worse. So we just came home. Absolutely. But the shows we played were awesome. Oh yeah. You know, I've, from what I've never played in Texas, but I've been to a few shows down there and like, yeah, uh, I, I can only imagine how, how awesome it was. So, so tell everybody, uh, go ahead. People still partied, man, when it was, like, early on. Like, Alice the 13th was cool because everyone, like, wasn't sure what's going on completely. And then every day things got, like, twice as bad. Oh, wow. And then next thing you know, you know, the rest of them were canceled. So tell everybody out there about Her Worst Nightmare. Uh, shit, man. We're trying to uh, do as much as we can. We just put out two records, um, and the, we put out... One in March 2019, and then one just came out this year, January 3rd. And um, we're like eight tunes into the next one that we want to start tracking in the fall because we're trying to be consistent, having a release a year. Like, and then 20, uh, 2022, like even looking that far ahead, whether it's another EP or singles or something, but we're looking to release something every year. And uh, so far, it's going good. We just had our first tour, and like I said, the days that lasted were badass. Everything went nice for the first time ever, like, on the road. Awesome. Yeah, I saw you all back at uh, the Mag Bar here in Louisville back in February. So, And that's why I was like, dude, you guys were awesome as shit. It blew me away. Uh, I caught as much as the set as I could. I was actually there talking with uh, one of the guys who I had interviewed that previous night. Um, and I told him I'd ride out by, it was a super busy night as usual. Um, so you said you want to do uh, a release a year. So how do you all go about 
you know, staying on top of being able to do that? You know, how do you all get together and do songs? I assume you all live in Chicago. Is that correct? Yeah, we all live within, um, we all grew up within like 10 minutes of each other. And then I'm like another 10 minutes away now from where I moved and stuff. So yeah, we hang out and everything all the time. But um, I need to pick up my guitar more because I write a lot of the of the music and Mo, Mo does like the majority of it. And uh, we don't really do the whole like emailing shit back and forth, you know, or, and like we don't like he don't have any drum software or anything like that. So we just like go old school and get together and jam. Absolutely. You know, which like, yeah, which is awesome. But we, we haven't done that now because of all this shit going on. So I, I, I'm going to pick up my guitar later, maybe. But I've just been putting it off, you know, doing shit at home. Definitely. Yeah, it seems like that's a big thing these days with bands is they're, you know, they might have a member that lives in, that's based in Chicago, and then they might have another one that's based in Columbus, Ohio. And then they might have somebody who's based, uh, you know, in Mississippi or something. And they all get together beforehand, before they go on tour to practice a few times. But it's it's a weird dynamic these days, I've noticed, with, you know, online, essentially online uh, bands, you know, being able to play with anybody around the world, essentially, as long as you can get together and uh, put on a show, you know, or you hire studio yeah, musicians. This is the uh, like we just we don't have the uh, what's it called like the means to do that shit. And even if we could, you know, like we don't we're not really that tech. Um, like Sammy, if you go on our Instagram and all that stuff, Facebook. I mean, uh, YouTube is a big one we're trying to build. Um, you know, we do everything. I don't know anyone that does any of that stuff. So um, we're not we're like limited because we kind of want to be. You know, like, we're just kind of old school like that. But my other band's right. I actually just got a new song earlier on guitars. And then another one from a different band of mine last night. So I need to listen to them. Right on. But I, yeah, I play, in, uh, I play in four bands currently. Mo is in at least four. And we actually, we just got our bass player the when uh, we saw you in Kentucky. That was his second show ever. Wow. Dude, that's that's awesome, though. I mean, I, I don't know if I could have the attention span to play in four bands. <laughs> Meaning, like, uh, it would be one for me, it'd be one of those, uh, am I doing the right song for the right band <laughs> kind of thing? Yeah, I, guess, yeah I, I mean, I fucked up before, but, you know, you just kind of ignore it. <laughs> but it does get confusing. But everyone's on their shit, you know, as long as everyone does their homework. Like you said, you can play around the world. So oh, yeah. we, the other ones, we all live within an hour of each other. Like, ain't no reason anyone shouldn't know what they're doing. What is the essential part of being a musician to you? Like, why do you? Why are you a musician? Man, forever was it's my dream since I was a kid, just to tour and travel. You know, I like lately. I'm past couple of years. I've been getting into traveling a lot and like putting the bands off a little bit or like not being in so many like i just had a nightmare but after doing this tour i mean the reality the reality of it is it's really not that hard as long as you i mean if you have a semi-decent following and you know a good enough job like we all all of our jobs and incomes kind of work in a way that would allow us to tour like more often 
So Anthony Osamego, right. you know, be on the road. We we want to hit the road again in the fall. We're supposed to be coming back to Kentucky. I just talked with Eric um, from Misanthropic oh, Records yeah. about it. Yeah, but there's not a date yet. Well, but he, he just told me it's something about, a, like, a live stream show. Oh, sweet. Awesome. What inspires you to write music? Oh, I love listening to heavy stuff, primarily, um, like, Slayer, King Diamond, all that. My dad was in new, you know, from, like, the day I was born. And then I used to, I had a little drum set when I, you know, when I was a kid, five or six or something. But I always wanted to play drums. And probably been in 30 bands by now, but with the four I'm in, it's still a lot. But I think everyone in each one is the right person, finally. You know, it's like that's the hardest part. Right. Finding, yeah, finding people willing to go along with you. Yeah, it's it's hard to keep a, a good band together. Uh, you all have, in my, uh, go ahead. Oh, go for it, man. Now, in my opinion, it's one of those things where, you know, you've got to be similar on the writing plane as well as the ability plane, you know, and you have to be like-minded, I think, for that to work. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it takes forever. Like, uh, Her Worst Nightmare, we've been together since July '09, so we're coming up on 11 years um, this July, so i got to figure out something to do for that. It's getting close, but uh, we've been jamming and just finally got our acts together. I mean, like Carlos wasn't in the band for a little bit. Mo, our guitarist, saying like we were a two piece for a real long time, and then always a three piece. Like we've never had a bassist, which made things like now that we do have one, it's still cool. But we always thought it would make things harder because the three of us get along so good, you know. Like we're all used to it. But uh, Irving's great. He couldn't do the tour with us. Like, circumstances came up, and he couldn't join. So that sucked. Because uh, we, we just met him, like I said, when we saw you, which was maybe, like, three weeks before the tour started. And uh, he was down to do it and everything. He just couldn't. Right. We were supposed to play uh, We were supposed to play last night, too, up in Lake Villa. Illinois, but that's canceled. And we had like April fourth and the the ninth. I had a show booked with the three tremors that I think is um canceled now. I'm not positive though. Oh wow. Yeah, it's definitely been a crazy state of events with the way things have been canceled and re or postponed or any of that. So hopefully before too long uh we'll all be able to be back out there playing and promoting shows and, you know, just having people appreciative to come out and see live music again. Yeah, man, I want to, uh, when we go back out there, I want to play with that Pale Walker again. They've been rule. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I uh, love those guys. Um, uh, they're, they're supposed to be playing in May with uh, down here, so possibly we might be able to get you something on that. Because that's oh, one of the that's going to be one of the Metal Forge live shows, but oh yeah, man, keep we, us. Uh, if you ever need anyone, keep us in mind. Definitely, it's one of those things where you know have to wait wait it out and see. No, I was going to say that band rolled. I seen they had uh, online after the fact. I saw shirts and CDs and shit, and uh, I didn't know they had them. I was pissed. Oh wow! So if you could have written or recorded 
a song or an album that somebody else has done, what would it be? Oh, man, if, like, drum for another band? Yeah. I mean, if you could have, if you could have, if you could have played the part of somebody else, what, like, what album or song? Oh, yeah, I'd love to try Slayer. Just uh, straight thrashing, you know, thrash metal shit. Slayer, I fucking know those songs backwards. <laughs> It'd be awesome. If you could have played any concert from Days Gone Past, what would it be? Oh, man, like, what was it, Ozfest, maybe 2003? When it was, like, Black Dahlia Murder and Between a Bear to Me, Barrier Dead, all those old, like, hardcore bands and shit. That's, like, really what spawned me taking music serious. Yeah, it looks like it was Cradle of Filth, Trust Company, Memento, Hotwire, Shadows Fall, Grade 8, Twisted Method. Um, I must be thinking of 2004. (laughs) All good, Yeah, I remember that was Cradle and uh, Kill Switch, I think, was there. Yeah, uh, Motor Grader. um, And it looks like it was Ozzy... Uh, Corn, Marilyn Manson, Disturbed, and Chevelle on the main stage. Oh, yeah, C04 with Sabbath and Slayer and all them other bands. Superjoint was there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, second, second time I shit. saw Sabbath was on an Ozfest, and it was totally killer. So. Oh, yeah, man. So, yeah, uh, that's a very popular, you know, the Ozfest uh, deal is pretty popular as an answer. It's I don't think you can go wrong with any of those. You know, same thing with, like, no, the Donahue. Sure, yeah, but 04, man, that's fucking good lord. Do you have a favorite song you've ever written uh, from Her Worst Nightmare? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we write a lot of them, like, co-write a ton. I mean, one of my favorites, it's not just because I did it, but in a heartbeat, it's cool because it's about my kid and stuff. Like, we have a lot of varying subject matters. But then, like, people mix about already, but it's whatever. Like, you know, who cares? It's just words. But, yeah, in a heartbeat, Addictions is, the, like, the opener on our newest record. I like that song a lot. That's that's actually, like, older than the band, too. That's from, like, 2005 or something. Yeah, I wrote years ago, and these guys liked it. That's why it's on the EP, like, not the full length, you know? Right. But, yeah, it's a killer tune. Thank job, yeah, but probably in a heartbeat. Okay. So, taking out a critique factor, do you listen to yourself musically? Yeah, every time I play. Like, me personally, yeah, I'm very uh, aware of what I'm doing and what needs to be done and what I did wrong or didn't do, hell yeah. But do you... But do you ever just pop in uh, the CD or the MP3 or whatever of of what you do and just listen to it yeah, as, as a fan? I'm... Oh, yeah, as a fan. As a fan, hell yeah. And, like, um, Carlos, I wasn't, Carlos is our singer, and um, he's always super killer. Like, you've seen him, he's, like, he's always badass. Right. And, like, got a killer voice and all that, but... um. I made, like, lyric videos. They're on our YouTube, and both albums are on there. You know, it's like karaoke as it goes and shit. But, um, like, as I was typing those lyrics out for, like, the record, for the CD book and the videos and stuff, I, I know 
probably 50% of them, but vocally, like, critiquing the patterns and, like, the words and phrasing and everything, Carlos kicked ass on both of them. Like, Absolutely. to me as a fan, yeah, like, super cool stuff. And, like, just the way, like, he falls in the different riffs and shit and continues them and, like, sentences and stuff is really cool. But there's a lot of bands that do that, but our own music, yeah, I like that a real lot. Good deal. Uh, so now I'm going to get into the uh, just the general biography questions here, you know, just because we're all people, you know, and I think that knowing more about other people is pretty cool, you know, especially, you know, musicians and stuff like that, because we're all, you know, I'm a musician. We're all a little bit quirky in some way. So, you know, uh, do you have a favorite film? Um, yes, probably. Yeah. The wizard of Oz easily is my favorite movie. Nice. Uh, I've never gotten that answer on, on that question. So any particular reason why? Is, is it because of the dark side of the moon? Uh, no, I don't know. No, just <laughs> overall. <laughs> not everything about it is just killer. I've always loved it. I went in like, I've seen that movie in theaters a ton. Yeah. Like, I follow, I used to follow them, all the munchkins. They used to come tour around and hang out and stuff. Oh, cool. But yeah, yeah, they were killer back in the day. But yeah, I mean, it was 10 years ago. Do you have a favorite food? Uh, yeah, I haven't eaten meat in a very long time, so I'm, like, pretty limited. But, um, I mean, like, probably just, like, pasta with a bunch of seafood. Yeah, big on seafood. Nice. I meant to eat meat. I meant to eat meat when we went to Texas, because I promised myself I would do it if I ever toured, you know? But, like, it wasn't as badass as it could have been, because shit was getting canceled. Right. And, like, it was scary some of the time, like, you don't know if you're going to play, and I'm like, I ain't eating meat for nothing. Well, the yeah, that too, and I don't, honestly, um, I mean, was there really anything else down there to eat? Because I think that's all they eat in Texas is meat, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 dude, there was a ton of good-looking stuff. Yeah, it's all, like, grilled cheeses, you know, when you're at bars. Go right. right to the sandwich section. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that, you know, I, I would never do this, but I would, I would like beg another band that I was either on tour with or somebody in the band that I'm in to do is the, uh, is like the 72 ounce steak challenge thing that they do, that they, that they have in Texas. <laughs> right off, oh, yeah, I would do it in a heartbeat, I know. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that is, that's too Next much. Time, yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have an ultimate jam? An ultimate what? An ultimate jam. Something that always finds its way back to your CD player, your MP3 player, anything. Uh, yeah, man. I got, like, a couple, like, three records. And, I mean, I listen to a ton of different shit, like Slayer's Divine Intervention and uh, Bon Jovi. It has a record called Destination Anywhere. It's his solo stuff. But um, Killer, I mean, I've been listening to that since 1996 when it came out. So, yeah, both of them. <laughs> right on. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, a lot of people in the metal community give, you know, Bon Jovi a hard time, for sure. 
but I don't. So, it's like a roll band of all time. It's crazy. Do you have? A... I, I told um, when we were touring, I'm like, you know, there wasn't much on the radio other than country, and I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna go back to Chicago all country, which would have been awesome. Do you have a guilty pleasure? Uh, like musically, no. I listen to everything. Yeah, top to bottom. I mean, Prince, Prince Bon Jovi, and Slayer are. I mean, like my three favorite bands. And beyond that, you know, Sabbath, uh, Dillinger Escape Plans are a huge one. But everything, man, yeah, a lot of B-52s. I got. I also I have a band with my little sister that she plays ukulele and piano. We're uh, we're we got recordings already. We're almost studio ready, but that's going to be coming out too this awesome. year. That's yeah, she's really good. She's only thirteen, but she kills, man. Hey, but uh, she listens to a lot of uh, like Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco, like Twenty One Pilots. If you're familiar, uh, yeah, I am. Does she cover any of them yeah. on ukulele, though? Yeah, yeah, oh, tons, man. We got a we got a few videos up, nice. and uh, I, we actually did a cover of an Insane Clown Posse song that they shared. It's on YouTube and stuff. Dude, that's killer. Um, for real. like, I love it <laughs> so, when like, yeah. like the band Steven Seagulls does like the, um, you know, like the uh, the folk like bluegrass versions of like Seek and Destroy or Raining Blood or anything like that. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I totally. I listen love to it. a ton of like folk covers too. There's a lot of folk uh, metal and stuff out there. Not like folk metal, but like folk bands doing them, you know, different shit. I can dig that. What is your greatest achievement as a musician? Uh, man, probably just touring and coming, making it back home alive uh, was awesome. I've been waiting to do that for 10 years. The morbid question is, if heaven or hell exists, what would you like to hear when you arrive where you think you're going? <laughs> That's an awesome question. Uh, shit. Probably something by Slayer, like Killing Fields, walking into heaven here in Killing Fields would be the shit. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> With that drum intro, hell yeah. Uh, so before we go, um, tell everybody out there how they can get a hold of you guys, either booking or just in general contact. Uh, band camps, uh, Facebooks, tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Cool. So you can find Her Words Nightmare on Spotify, um, anywhere music is available digitally. You can listen to us if you're out drinking on jukeboxes, on a AMI ones, um, herwordsnightmare.bandcamp.com. Find us on YouTube, and please subscribe, and we'll do it right back. And check out all your shit. Um, email is herwordsnightmare09 at Yahoo. If... Uh, booking or any other questions or if you want we always we're always doing raffles and free stickers and merch packs so feel free to message message us anytime all right yeah i have one of those awesome uh stickers on my uh computer sitting here i have the uh the uh zombie chick the skeleton chick on there oh thanks man hell yeah i'll do so yeah i told you i make them yeah you should let me make you some Heck yeah, dude. I will definitely be in touch about that for sure. But thank, Yeah, shoot me some artwork. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for calling in, and we will see you. Hopefully, you know, we can get something worked out and get you down to Louisville before too long. Cool. Thank you very much.
Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait.